It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of NFL in London. Wade McWayne and Ryan Cole here. It's a very special one for us. Not only locked down, but it's also the 100th episode of the podcast that we've been keeping track of. Yes, we'll put the applause I, in. For me, for someone who quits on most things they do, this is quite the achievement. It is. I have to say, I haven't made it to 100 of anything. And I didn't even tell you the last time. Yeah? Uh, I've, I've 100 really, days with your wife? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, 100 yeah, days without an accident. Yeah, uh, 100 days in a row of straight drinking? I'm actually, I'm getting close to that. That's probably good. But I've moved on to the to the diet, tonic, and gin now. Uh, going with the, the lowest calorie intake drink so I can just justify losing more. lots of sugar so you can justify having At lots of beer. At the same time, not come out of the uh, the lockdown looking like an offensive lineman, basically. I, it's my whole goal. Yeah, I, I want to look like a slim... You want that slim, puffy face? That split seventh round the slot receiver who's like a 170-pound white guy. Yeah. He's going to be the next Wes Welker. Who's, That's who, what I want to come out with. Like a player like. in the 60s used to drink as well. Yeah. I've had it uh, where I've, I've tried to cut down to the beer because I realized that even my track pants and jammy pants weren't fitting anymore. That's you know, why I made the that's decision. That's the problem when you're like, God, I can't even fit my jammy pants, man. That's how I made the decision. So I do this like hardcore workout for like 15 minutes in, in the mornings. That really is hard. Gets the body going. And yeah. now I've decided to cut out snacks. Mm. And just going booze, basically. Well, you got Booze and meals. He's got a baby doing a week. Not right. even, like a day. Could a happen day. Could, could be right now during this podcast, and I will call it. I will say, I'm in the middle I'm in of the, the middle podcast. Of I'm sure you will. I am sure that you will wait. It is, and Danny, we are talking about the schedule. It right? is. What a, what a sad thing to, for our 100th episode to be about. It's like, look at the exciting 100 episodes. What are we going to talk about? The NFL schedule. Well, we'll talk but about it is kind of exciting. We'll talk about some of the news. The schedule is good. <clears throat> That's how desperate we are. A lot of things sports. exciting in the news. Uh, I do have a bit of acid reflux, which is from eating, not from me having corona. Um, so there'll be some, we're going to go through a lot of the news going on. So Dr. Fauci was on the Peter King show. Uh, if you don't know Dr. Fauci, Google him. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know Dr. Fauci, I don't know how you've been living. So, so he said basically, they were talking about what it's going to take uh, for it to come back, you know, for the NFL to come back. Now, Premier League has said that they're going to come back June 1st. Um, well, I think the Bundesliga, Bundesliga starts first. this weekend. So yeah, it starts so this they're really, the, the, everyone's going to look to them. To see well, Korean baseball, too. They got, like, robots in the stands. Uh, and the UFC, if you didn't watch UFC 249, which I was, in, I watched it. Uh, it was good. I liked not having crowds there. It was nice to be able to hear everything, you know? Like, you can hear everything. That was sort of cool about that. Yeah, they're going to have to stop miking probably all the fields because of all the swearing that's going to end. Everything that they actually well, say. Just think, when all you... the terrible things football players say to each other before the snap. Or even the, the children are like, I can't listen yeah, to this. Here's my hero. Alright, we're going to watch the game with no sound. But also it's going to be, you know, a lot of play calling because if you're calling plays, you're going to hear them. You're hear well, then you can do silent counts, right? Because uh, well, there's going to be a lot more silent counts because... You're also going to never have to worry about crowd noise take it, taking you out, right? It's so, like a Miami so game. So any big third down is just, you're not like, like, that was one of the great things that is going to be severely missed in football because there was nothing better when it was like a third and seven and, and your defense is at home, they need yeah. a big stop and the crowd is just going crazy oh, yeah. and then they get the sack and the place goes, it's it's going to be weird when a quarterback just doesn't have that worry about that. Yeah. That, oh shit, this is the, the momentum's shift. Like, uh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. I didn't watch UFC, but. 
And so when you knock someone out, you win, and literally you look out and tumble. Well, there was a guy. Yeah, one of the guys. I think it was. It was like uh, gesturing towards the crowd and blowing kisses towards them. Uh, People on Twitter complaining because the page of the ring girl uh, blew kisses. Uh, It was for me the really interesting part I liked about the UFC and listening to it was you could actually hear everything from the corner. Do you really need the ring girl? You could hear. No, they don't. You don't need them at all. It's like hi. I got tested too. He's like the ring girl stays. Oh yeah, I'm sure Dana White had something to do with it, but. What I did like, though, and one of the interesting things was, uh, is that the fighters were actually talking to the commentators in between rounds. It's like, yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Because they could actually hear the commentators, which to me was mind-blowing. The fighters are listening to the commentators and to the coaches and yeah. can hear it all. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, it was a great fight. Uh, some great fights on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so when it does come I guess back, it must have felt better to lose. In that situation, right? If yeah. you lose and no one's there, like when you it's walk, still a huge you don't have ring. to do that walk of shame while all these coked up, roided up yeah. maniacs yeah, let's in go Vegas home, let's go. are just calling you a pussy. Well, yeah, it was in, it was in Florida, and there was uh, one solid knockout. Uh, it was, I think, there was two guys from Africa, and the one guy called the other guy out, and he just slugged the crap out of him right away. And you know, you're just like he's trying to celebrate, but at the same time, the other guy is still out. And yeah. he's just like, hey, 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 you all right? Feels weird. It feels like you're now just generally watching two people beat each other. Fight each yeah, other. exactly. Instead of it being a spectacle, and, yeah. And the the crowd kind of takes away out of the insanity of what's happening in the ring, because you can kind of be like, yeah, but it's all about the fans. Well, then you also get to hear their poverty and horrible story. It's like, yes, and my parents well, died, and this yeah. and this. Well, it's like the NFL draft. They just took a message oh, off God. the NFL draft. It's like yeah. it was that was like watching a Lifetime Network. You know, it's like oh, coming new, up, every, yeah. Every new comedy, like oh, it's about. The they suicide. just group they group them together. Suicide. It's like okay, and the, how many people have parents died of cancer? Let's put all those in together. Let's yeah. lock those in together. Make sure we don't use the same music on all those. Um, so, anyway, Doctor Fauci talking about you know obviously uh, you know there as we've seen now, China's got new cases, Germany's got new cases. Know, this is an up and down kind of thing. So, you know, they did say it doesn't pass through the sweat, but spit and the amount of you know loogies and stuff touching with each other. So, you know, obviously it's it's that one step forward could be two steps back. But as long as the players keep getting tested, as long as they're really high on the players and they go through all the testing and the more people get tested, eventually we'll all be allowed back in to watch the games. Well, yeah, well, that's not until there's a vaccine. I don't think anyone's going back into the stadiums. I think the players can play. And I think what you just got to do is just seclude them. And they just I think the premiership's easy because they really technically to finish it need to only do about like four or five games. Yeah. Liverpool has like a million point lead. It's, yeah, that it one's... is really unfair to them that Holy this happened. Is. And I think they're almost trying to do this just to say okay you won it like because you don't want win it next this is very much like the montreal expos yes of of uh strike season yeah yeah this feels like what's happening to liverpool it's um the, the difficulty yeah as you say you know it, it is awarding that if the if the premier league would have been closer then yeah you could see people going well, that's why a lot of people are probably like who gives a shit who Liverpool's up like 30 points. Yeah, why are, we, no why are we risking all our... Which is a really good point as well. Like, Why yeah. are we risking it just to just say Liverpool won? Well, that's... So <laughs> then we come into the NBA and the NHL, which were in playoff mode. And we don't have playoff mode in the Premier League. And so there's a real back and forth in the NBA. I don't know if you've seen this with people saying... You know, guys saying, let's get back. Let's start doing it somewhere. Let's start playing. Other people saying, screw it. End the season. Forget it right now. When you got to the point where the playoffs and you have these guys that have had so much break, Kevin Durant said he's not coming back no matter what. Um, yeah, well, he was going to be out anyway, so he was going to be out till next year. Yeah, but he said, I mean, there's a lot of guys saying they don't want to come back for their own safety. 
you know, and, and hopefully, I think the NFL is going to go, look, if, they're, if we're trying to test 100,000 people a week and say we've got 8,000 players in the league, let's get them all done. You know, in one week, let's test all the players. Well, that's all it'd have to be. It's just going to be regimented. You need like an army yeah. presence around them. Just it's not like they have. It's not like they don't. It's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of like. I think Premiership. I think, especially the way it is in the UK. I say just say Liverpool's the champion. Reward it to them. People could say, oh, well, they, it's an asterisk, but it's not. Everyone knows they were going to win it. Yeah. It's, unless they would have lost what like. 14 straight games. Something like that in horrible scores. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, so, um, I, I think I think that's what, but I think the NFL is really paying attention to what's happening in Germany because that, to them, is if they can do it. If they can make that work. And if anyone, the Germans will, Germans are to, very will, efficient. will get this shit done. They so. can do it. Um, so other exciting things coming up. I, Ryan and I talked about this quickly. Uh, I'm very excited. So we've got the golf coming on this weekend. Tiger Woods and Tom Brady uh, versus Phil Mickelson and Peyton Manning. Uh, it will actually take place. Uh, it starts on Hulu. I think. I, I think Sky. I'm sure Sky is going to pick it up here. Uh, it's going to start. Pre- yeah, no, sorry, they have repeats. Of, oh God! Uh, yeah, imagine. Of cricket. Uh, so there is a pre-game. Uh, Hulu has got a pre-thing set up at 2 p.m. Uh, and then 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Uh, GMT. It's going to air here, which is great. Eight o'clock, we can watch it. Uh, four ball in the front nine, and then a mixed-up ball in the back nine. It's going to be fun. And and I mean, so I think. Tom, Phil, or sorry, uh, Peyton Manning is a, is a three and a half handicap and Brady's an eight. Or is it, no, it's, I think it's the other way around. Uh, but it's still pretty good. Tom, Tom they're yeah, both pretty good. They're both pretty good, but obviously, yeah, um, Peyton Manning is a lot better of a golfer. Um, but, you know, you've got Phil Mickelson, who's really good at, at uh, you know. Well, he was technically, you could say Manning was the better quarterback than Brady, but Brady won, so maybe this will be like the same. Well, it's the same. Mickelson's like, a better technical golfer. Brady's just going to just beat you on his short game, just like he's a little short dink and dunker. He's just going to be all. I'm a very Manning's going to be trying to bomb it down. It was funny. Brady's just going to get in his head, I can tell. Good. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the pre interview where they did an interview on it. And um, Peyton Manning was just hilarious in it. He was like, yeah, he's got that little southern draw. Yeah, we got uh, Tommy out of out of jail there so he can calm down. You know, he's he's busting yeah. up things. And, and you just see Tom Brady, everyone just killing themselves. I think, I think it's going to be hilarious. The banter is going to be great. The trash talking is going to be great. It's for me. This is like one of the most exciting sports. Like Sunday, I've, I've just booked yeah, this all yeah. off. Yeah, you know, it does actually sound like a lot of fun to watch. Um, I haven't. Yeah, again, I think again, these are the kind of fun little sports things we can do, even if it's a little distractions. Golf works. Yeah. Um, the only one I can think of in Britain is like darts. Darts are back already. <laughs> darts, you can darts do. Darts were back but, on last night. But any of the big like, team sports. That's why, like, you feel like you could do a tennis match. Yeah. Right? Like, why couldn't you do a Well, ho- you, mean, you look at hockey, right? Hockey, I mean, the fans aren't really close. you got plexiglass. Most of the guys have face guards well, on anyway. Well, you change hockey to three on three for the rest three of the Three on three? Yeah. People would be dead. Ten minute. Oh, period, my God. Fifteen minute. Ten minute quarter periods. Three on three hockey. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, the golf is going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot of exciting things coming up. You know, we did talk about, uh, and we were, we were talking a little bit earlier, the supplemental draft which happens every July, Supplemental Draft Now is looking to be anarchy uh, because the college season looks like it's not going to happen. Yeah, so does that mean every person, like, for example, uh, like a Trevor Lawrence, right, who is going to, there's just no way. I think, I just think they're just going to say no to that because you're not, like, how does that even work? Do you just do another draft? 
um, of all these Do you players. think the Patriots have played this all yeah, along? Yeah, They've known this, and this is their excuse to grab him. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, but no, no, uh, I think they're just going to say, sorry, guys, you're going to have to just wait a year. Go to school if you can. You know, that's what you're Get there. an education. Aren't you there for that? That's it. I guess that is the only argument they have. It's like, hey... You know that degree you're supposed to be getting? Don't yeah. tell me you're not actually trying to get that, are Well, if you? you're an adult now, you can make your own decisions. So, to be fair, they all still have, you know, they can go to school. And you they would can think just wait a year, and then they're eligible. And then it just, just yeah. That well, gets. for some of the first-year guys, some of the big guys, obviously, uh, you know, for Trevor, and for a lot of the other big quarterbacks and people that are out there, yeah. But for someone else, say you're a wide receiver, and maybe you're not looking to go into the draft, this is your chance to shine. This is a chance that if you're... You know, a good guy on a team, and you go, look, I'm already 23 or 24 years old. I want a shot at the NFL now. Yeah, it's going to, I don't know. I, that's going to be, that's, like, you're not going to put someone like Trevor Lawrence in a supplemental draft. No. Like, you're just not. Uh, so, I don't know what they're going to do. I Again, I I don't think there's, maybe they can find a way to to play college games with no fans, which would be so weird. Considering like how much money those oh god those that's that's all they that's how they make so. all their money <clears throat> you know it's gonna it's, I just think there's gonna be a lot of people sure your top tier guys are gonna wait and go I'll see what I can do and you're gonna think we're almost in June right so yeah. it's like college football starts in August like this is coming to well, and it does not look like America anytime in the next no. two months is gonna have this under control well that, that you know college. I was surprised so the CFL Canadian Football League has, has canceled their season. Um, you know, and obviously some of the teams, you, you don't get a lot of players or a lot of fans. Classic in. Canada, just yeah. surrender. But just surrender to me, it would have been first. a perfect thing that they could have actually tried to stay along, done empty stadiums, done a TV deal, and just gone after college players. And said, you know, supplemental draft, you want to come, come play in Canada. You know, well, the Canadian, yeah. look, if you look at Canada, if you look at some of the areas, have not tested anywhere for, for, for COVID. You know, Canada's some of the lowest. They put the old uh, NFL in the, in, played in the Yukon. Played in, play it in Nova Scotia, played in, uh, you know, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, haven't had any cases. But not on that Winnipeg field that the Packers played on. Oh, God. Well, they, they didn't even, that was just horrible. That was, that was just really stupid thoughts there. Canada. Uh, so let's go through some of the other things, uh, some of the rumors, uh, big rumor mill. Uh, uh, Chicago, Deshaun Watson had said he never talked to Chicago Bears uh, before they skipped over for Mitchell Trubisky. However, there's some now evidence and proof coming up that, in fact, he did actually speak with him. Why lie when there's proof? Uh, maybe it's just because he's kind of getting wants his way out. There's like this rumor that he was wearing, uh, I don't know what shirt it was. Was it a Dolphins shirt a while back? Could have been. Uh, yeah, so again, I think with losing your number one receiver, he just suffered a bad breakup, right? He so did? He's just kind of out there. Uh, just getting it out of his system, just kind of going out, partying, just get, go do what you got to do because you're going to have to come back. You're stuck in Houston. There's no way they're going to let you go. Um, well, yeah, Bill O'Brien has done a lot of, you know, one interesting thing I was reading actually in the past six years, Bill O'Brien's been there. There's only one year where he didn't have at least nine wins. I know that's the, but that, but the thing is that is that's why he stays alive. No, but it's in a way that's like the Marvin Lewis conundrum, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's great. But she always end up blowing it in in horrific ways. Because it's not that Bill Bryan, It's when it comes down to it, Bill O'Brien makes terrible decisions. Like, yes. like blowing a 24-0 lead in like seven minutes, mm-hmm. which is just unheard of in sports. So, 
but he's rewarded with getting the uh, the first game of the season. So again, yeah. a little shot to the Bears. This one was this first game to open up the season with uh, Houston at Kansas City. Yeah. So a little little bit of uh, the, every, I wonder how many times they're going to be mentioned that Trubisky was picked yeah. after them too. <clears throat> well, we didn't pick up his fifth year option. There was an interesting article I had read about uh, that um, uh, that the Seahawks should go after uh, Trubisky. Uh, and use him as a backup. He's a running quarterback. He learns from Russell Wilson. Um, but the thing is, if, if you're a guy like Trubisky, who, listen, you had a bit of, like, you, what everyone has to look to now is Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Everyone look to Tannehill. That's what you want to do with your career. So, play, like, people like, like Jameis going to New Orleans is smart because he thinks Trubisky's played one more year, then I got a shot mm-hmm. to work under Sean Payton. So I'm going to have a shot to make some, make some noise, make some money again. So that was a really smart move. I don't see going to Seattle to back up Russell Wilson being a good move. Russell Wilson's not going anywhere. He's one of the best quarterbacks in football. He never gets hurt. Yes, you get to learn from him, but... I guess it's because they don't have a backup, really, in Seattle. I guess. And so taking him when your fifth-year option is declined, you got a guy who can scramble, Pete Carroll. Well, he's got one more shot. Listen, like, yeah. everyone's burying Trubisky, but... If this doesn't put a fire under him, you know, he should be watching the the Last Dance documentary and get so a good. bit of that Jordan, that little yeah. bit of that Jordan competitive psychopath behavior in him. So he needs to be like that because that's what people need to see in their quarterback. But they're a killer. Now, Ryan and I have talked about this. I love that Last Dance. I haven't, the last two episodes I have not watched yet. I saved them my Monday nights. It's my very yeah. exciting bottle of wine, get a kebab. This is Last Dance. Jordan, you know... You're the opposite of Michael Jordan. Well, we get into the GOAT talk. We start talking GOAT. You start talking... Yeah. Everyone talks about football. When you actually look at the persona, the cadence of Michael Jordan, to me, there's really no question yeah. about him, yeah. you know? It is insane. And just him betting on everything, betting against everyone, this competitive spirit. I'll take one of those, too. Competitive spirit against everything. Uh, oh, my God. And and you just hear people, like, like saying, he, oh, he's a horrible person. Every, all his teammates liked his dad better. So what? You know, <laughs> you ever see a guy score 45 points? Yeah, he was ridiculous. Yeah, it's a great, and again, these are the little things we need, like the Brady golf thing, the Last Dance documentary. Just mm-hmm. give us any sort of sports, and I, I, I'm in. I'm in as well. So uh, the other thing, there's another rumor that came up. Uh, one of the reasons that the Pats, obviously, there's some people in the Pats uh, office that do not like Cam Newton. Um, but also, they only have... Personally? Less, or, uh, personally. Uh, but also, they have less than he one... He slept with my mama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, there's less than one million cap space. But if uh, some of the guys that they've tagged as free agents, they can move some money around, would it be worth them going after? Well, the thing is, this is why it's not going to happen. Because number one, Bill Belichick, all he cares about, the most important thing he cares about is accuracy. Mm-hmm. And Cam Newton's always been about like a 58, 60% passer, maybe... He's not like 70% because uh, Patriots offense is dink and dunking. And I genuinely believe, like, of all this, that they, they think Stidham's good. Like, they yeah. think he's... And I think everyone, like, of course, the most difficult thing is following a legend, right? And, but the difference between Aaron Rodgers going to um, Green Bay and Stidham is Aaron Rodgers was potentially could have been the number one pick mm-hmm. and slid for no, for no real reason, all the way there. So he was like a gift to them. So yeah. he was a fourth-round guy that, you know, again, maybe the Patriots have that faith in him. But, again, I'm not ready to write him off until I see him. I don't think he has a lot of weapons. And I think it just following the ghost of Brady will just sit on him for a bit. It's going to be. And, you, and also, I think, you know, sort of getting into that AFC East, and obviously as a Bills fan for you, people are going for you now. 
You know, people are like, all right, the legacy's done. It's like, That's you right. know. No, when, no, it's like that thing. Because like they said in The Last Dance, and like there was, it, there comes a point where, um, like, when, when you lose that guy that's been killing you for years. Yeah. And then you see, like, okay, there's a weakness now. Now we can go after them. Because, like, the Bills, who Brady is, like, 31-3. and three. It's like, no matter what, Brady just had this thing over yeah. that team. No matter what it was, Bills would find a way to blow it, or Brady would find a way to beat them, because he always did. And some teams have that. So, yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting uh, for them this year. Um, and the other one, there was another rumor that I had been reading as well. That goes back to, um, well, Indianapolis was going to trade uh, for Andy Dalton if they couldn't get Phillip Rivers. I guess that apparently was their plan, but luckily they got Phillip Rivers. Uh, and then Clowney, they're talking about possibly going to the Eagles as well. Yeah, I, I like Clowney to the Eagles. I think that's a good move. Eagles making a lot of big moves. I mean, that NFC East. But is... it, the question is, that with everyone, is how much do you want to pay Clowney? Yeah. A lot of people don't really want to pay him a ton of money because... Again, he got three sacks. He gets a lot of pressure. He's a disruptive force, but he's had injury problems, and he got like four sacks last year. That's just not gonna. People don't want to pay twenty million, but I think he's worth like a good, you know, ten, twelve million. If you can get him for like twelve million, hell yeah, I would sign him. It's just having someone trying to find the money for that. Speaking of money, uh, Joe Theismann was on uh, one of the podcasts because that's all players and uh, people do know the podcast. Uh, basically, saying you know, Dak Prescott apparently has turned down some big money. He wants top five money um, for a guy who hasn't gone to the Super Bowl yet. It's a big thing. Are you a top five, uh, top five quarterback? And Joe Theismann said, no. He's like, you're stupid. Just take the money. Just go for the well, money. This is, this is the funny thing is that there's that thing of, yeah, you want to get that quarterback contract and make that big money. But every time the quarterback's gotten the big money, that quarterback never wins the Super Bowl. Like, I yeah. don't know if you look back on probably the last 20 years um, – how many times the highest paid quarterback won the Super Bowl? Yeah. I bet it was like twice, like yeah, that, I would say. So it's one of those things that it handcuffs your team. And I think a lot of teams are afraid, like with a guy like Dak, um, to be like, listen, Dak, when you came in, you were behind, you took over for Romo, you were you had a good offense. You were behind one of the best offensive lines in football. You had a young running back who led the NFL in rushing for two years. Um, you're just a solid team, and they're kind of like we've already paid everyone else. Yeah. I, th- I think they think they could do the same with Dalton, and I it just I don't I think they're kind of just wi- wanting to just let Dak go and just go. And I wouldn't be surprised if they just do it because they yeah. just can't afford it. It seems like they're because they're... I think if they sign Dak to he's obviously wants to be highest paid in the league. He doesn't yeah. deserve. He's good and he's had a good career and he never missed a start, so you can't fault him for that. But there's just this this thing about him that no one wants to Yeah, there's a toxic relationship you mentioned it. And he, and there, and it's funny because it is sort of that ginger stepchild even though Andy Dalton is a ginger stepchild in this sort of equation. But yeah, it almost seems like it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do for us? You know, how are you... Because I think they think with that offensive line, with Amari Cooper, with C.D. Lamb, with all those weapons, they could put Dalton in at $3 million and get the exact... Pretty yeah. similar. I think... And I don't think they're wrong. I no, don't I, don't, I don't think so either. I mean, I've always been a fan of Dalton. Because they think if they can get Dalton, maybe get him a little cheaper for a couple of years, build that solid team... You got to get in. You know, one thing that Andy Dalton is going to have now that he's never had is an offensive line. You know? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. So, um, 
And especially if, if, if Dak starts holding out in camp and Dalton starts making an impression, because the Cowboys at any time can rescind the franchise yeah. tag. And then you leave Dak out there trying to find a team this late. No one's got $35 million no. sitting to be able to bring him under their wing. I should move some money around, cut some people. But that would be, like, scandalous and hilarious as well. No, I know. Uh, speaking of the other money, uh, the other big money guy is Todd Gurley. Pay me the money. Uh, so they own... <clears throat> The L.A. Chargers, or Rams, sorry, uh, owe him $7.55 million. Um, uh, and then with the Atlanta deal, that takes $2.5 million off, so they still owe him $5 million. Well, they, yeah, pay the players. Like, well, they're you're saying... You're a billionaire owner. Yeah. You're a billionaire Building owner. Building a new stadium. Pay, pay your players. No, pay your bills, yeah. billionaire. So I'm on top of who's had 100%. Uh, well, there's a few other people that are standing up, money. but yeah, especially during this. You know, there was an interesting thing. I think it was Dwayne Wade's wife. Uh, and she was on a podcast talking about athletes and celebrities and said, you know, big higher pay, paid guys are fine, but most athletes are two paychecks away from broke. Yeah. And so she said, most of these guys, and she said, all these basketball players they know are broke now. Yeah, yeah. well, there's the documentary, bro. Yeah. But I mean, this is, this is during their season where you're still expected to play and you've got, you know, these, there's a lot of people that don't come from money. You get into a lifestyle of money. You have expenses that are at a lifestyle which like... Your housing payments, your car payments are suddenly... I think Todd Gurley's fine. He's made some yeah. money. I think he's just... He's got that kind of like... Uh, Give me my five million. Nobody's also been cut. So he's yeah. also like, you dumped me. I want my yeah. I want my TV back. Exactly. I bought you that. Yeah. I bought you that sofa. I'm yeah. coming to take it back. Or it'd be funny if he went on a Judge Judy. It's kind of, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That would be a good one. So we're going to now, uh, Ryan and I are going to look at... Oh, Monday Night Football. We don't really watch that in the UK because it's on so late. But uh, Joe Tessitore and Booger McFarland, that's right, Booger McFarland, fired. Uh, Booger has been flicked to the wall. Booger. <laughs> He's stuck now. He's, He's stuck in no man's land. Oh, poor too Booger. high for the cleaner to He reach. was just too obvious. It's like, so he, he scored a so, touchdown, which is six points. And it was because he became such the butt of jokes of people, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, you telling can. people to kneel it on fourth downs and just doing terrible calls and the Booger Mobile and, yeah. and just all this. And people, and everyone just kept like, was looking around being like, wait, who's Booger McFarland yeah. again? Because I'm like, I, I think I know this guy. It's like, was he... Was he like a jobber wrestler? I think it's like, from the Simpsons predict everything. I think he's Poochie. Yes. <laughs> he's the Poochie he's of Poochie. it. All right, stay in. He's Poochie. All right, so the NFL schedule is out. Ryan and I are going to take a look at some of the big things in We're the schedule. We're going to go there every single game. Every game for every team. That's right, 256 of them. We're going to go through all of them. All of them. Uh, let's take a look at some detail. of the big ones because, you know, obviously, now we were talking about some the the toughest schedule goes to the AFC East. It's, you know, you can look at it, New England, Buffalo, New York Jets, and what Miami. better gift to give the most incompetent division in football is the toughest schedule. Yeah. Um, well, you could have given but it to the But for the first NFC. time, I welcome it. The, you could have given it to the NFC East, but you've got, you know, you've got to play, obviously, you've got the, people that have to play the AFC stalwarts. You've got to play the Chiefs. You have to play the Ravens, you know. And play the Seahawks. Got to play the Seahawks. No, well, that's the Patriots. So the Patriots have the toughest division in football. Because of that, they got to play the Ravens, the Chiefs, uh, Seattle, and then everyone. They're going to play Denver and Vegas as well. Yeah, exactly, right? So, and uh, the Patriots have uh, gotten the good. Again, even though their Vegas thing is only eight and a half, I think. they got five, I think five primetime games. Five primetime games. There is a funny theory that it's like, you're kind of like, do the Patriots really, after Tom Brady, deserve five Things. Yeah, I guess you say yes because of they're the Patriots and you should give them the respect of that. And I agree with that. But I also think that people, 
want them on prime time because everyone wants to just see them oh, get yeah. beat down That's on it. prime time. We're like, yeah, let's give them a bunch of prime time. Let's give them the hardest prime time games so we everyone in America can every other four weeks can watch a Patriot beat down well, it's and like, just revel in it. It was like when the Browns got in their primetime games, you're just like, oh, this is an, wow, <laughs> this is the Browns. And in such good Patriots fashion, the one year that they're going to be dog shit maybe and you could mock them in your stadium, there's going to be no fans. Yeah. Right? They always seem to escape scrutiny. Damn them. So let's Like Boris Johnson. Here's some of the big games that I sort of like to look at. Uh, week one, Brady versus Breeze. They also face each other in week nine as well. This will yeah. be nice. Brady vs. Breeze is going to be awesome. <laughs> That's going to be a great game. Again, of course, you're going to make. I was, I was, I was surprised they didn't make that the Sunday night game. Uh, I think it's just this. I don't know. It's just Dallas hard. I think it's the new stadium. Yeah, it's got to be the stadium. It's got to be scheduling. It's unraveling be a new stadium at eight o'clock does make a bit more sense, especially if it's L.A. Yeah, with the glitz and the glamour. But again, knowing that they must know there's not going to be people in the seats by then, they should have gone with the better game, which is the Bucks and Chiefs. Or you go for or the you go for the weather, weather, you know, but you know, obviously it's a lot different now because we've got computers that can actually do all the algorithms or the thing about this 15, 20 years ago when the computers were quite quite uh rudimentary. The other big game we're looking here for the Bucks, Bucks versus Chiefs in week twelve. So uh Sunday, November 29th. That'll be the weekend after Thanksgiving. Ooh, that will be good. You know what they gave it they gave the Bucks tons of prime time. I think there's like They're a five. spin where they get like they have five well, games. They have almost Buff- like three primetime games in a row or something like yeah, that. Yeah, them and and, uh, and Las Vegas. Uh, the other big game, Bucks versus Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have only faced each other uh, three times in their whole career. Yeah, which is crazy, right? 15, yeah. It's one of those weird things that's just kind of how it works, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that you can have their, their... It's not like every other sport where you get to at least see them once in your yeah. building, and that's the game when LeBron comes. Everyone wants tickets, but... Yeah, for, it's such a funny thing for them to only have met each other twice. In Tampa Bay. I think they're one six. and one. I think they've only played each other twice. I think I, I said one and one, but I saw another record that says two and one, including playoffs. So, okay, two and one. Well, With Brady having the record. It couldn't be playoffs. because No, it would not be playoffs. Sorry, it was two and one. That I've read two well, records. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we'll double check, but I read one and one and two and one with Brady having the advantage, another one where they're tied, but I think the most recent one. Um, so that's going to be good. Bucks versus Packers at Tampa Bay. Week five, Bucks versus Bears will be another good one as well. Uh, that should be a good one. Taking a look at some of the other big games. Uh, week three, uh, Kansas City at Baltimore. What if like Brady goes down and then all these Bucks games are just going to be terrible? Just like what? You know, everyone thought the Browns were going to be so good, and then they just started stinging. It's like, oh, yeah, no. Be... There's almost like the Raiders got a lot of prime time. Remember that? When yeah, they... but there's almost this like almost the guarantee that Tom Brady's going to be incredible and just be unstoppable but I don't know if that's 100% I'm not going to bet against him no. but do I think he's going to be the league MVP no but they're kind of treating him they gave him a lot of favorable things apparently yeah. in the schedule a uh, little little Tom Brady gifts to make his life a bit easier well I think um, a lot of people look for that let's take a look at some of the other schedules week 3 Kansas City at Baltimore September 28th this is going to be a monstrous game oh yeah that's that'll great. be a good one that's uh, going to be the AFC championship everyone wanted but unfortunately we got the Derrick Henry show yeah it's just running full steam ahead the next one the, the, the Chiefs the next week after that New England at Kansas City uh, it'll be interesting to see in week 4 
how this new New England team, if Stidham is doing well, how he's going to go into Arrowhead, how he's going to actually perform in that condition. Well, again, they get to pay. Patriots open up with the Dolphins, so again, that again, that could be a tough game. It's in mm-hmm. Gillette, so they'll probably. I think they were, they were just like, all right, the NFL, let's give the Patriots a nice little, little easy one to start. We don't want to to bury them. Like, well, give it's them a division, the a division one. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, again, I think everyone's going to be excited to watch, see how Stidham was. Because in the preseason last year, he was like a big story. He was yeah. just lighting it up. And then on his first pass, in the he threw a pick six. And then yeah. Tom Brady had to come back in. And then everyone just shot on him. Yeah, you just remember that. Wah, wah. But yeah, I guess everyone, I think that Patriots-Dolphins game, that first game, I think it's going to be actually quite a good game. Because yeah. I think the Dolphins are going to surprise people. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in camp. If Tua looks good and he's able to win the job, that could be super exciting. Are we schooled by Harvard? Yeah, so you never know. Like, I think they're going to just be little kids' gloves. Like, listen, you got this investment. And we want this investment to be there when fans are in the seats. So yeah. maybe let's just sit them the season with no fans. Yeah. So instead of breaking them and then no one gets to see them. You protect them. Like, yeah, uh, it's so. like the toy you never take out of the box. No, exactly. Um, it will be interesting uh, when we're going to watch week one. Where are you guys watching week one? Because we probably won't be. <laughs> well, no. We'll, 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 we'll be watching it. We'll have a nice little small, barbecue. We'll have some nice small barbecues, isolating barbecues. And I think we'll be looking to stream our barbecues and maybe bring some comedians and fun people in. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can at least have barbecues. We will people. be able to have barbecues by then. Uh, let's talk about Week 11, Tennessee at Baltimore. That's going to be a good well, game. Nice well. rematch. Uh, Tennessee, to me, is going to be a fascinating team this year. Because, will they rebound? Because, well, it's it's will Ryan Tannehill maintain what he did? Like, mm-hmm. is Was that just a situation where he just... Got a bit, got a bit lucky. Ran behind. Like, you got to remember, Derrick Henry carried that team for oh, a yeah. lot of it uh, to his rushing title and into the playoffs. So when you needed Tannehill to win it in, in against, you couldn't do it. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see if they're going to be that team who again hovers around nine and seven, or do they take the next step and Tannehill show you that he is worth the money? Because I think if I were them, I would have franchise tagged him for one year, yeah, and seen how he was and then given him one. But they would just said again, like Tannehill, he's yeah. locked into the two money contract. He's like he Sam does. Bradford. He has a Jay Cutler in a way. Yeah, uh, get the big money contract, and and you know what? He didn't. You know, he's had some crappy years in Miami, and and maybe as you said, he sort of stepped in the right role at the right time, uh, and took over from Mariota when a lot of people were expecting a lot something different. Week fourteen, you got the uh, New England Patriots at the Rams, repeat of the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe the Rams can come back and. Basically, try to find the butterflies in their stomach. and Yeah, I, Rams are going to be a team. I don't know what to think about them. I think they put themselves in salary cap hell. They gave bad contracts. They traded away all their first-round picks. Uh, they, they just went a bit, a bit crazy uh, when they wanted to open the stadium and be champions. And yeah. Now this will show how this season, to me, is the how good is Sean McVay coach. Because you see guys like Mike Tomlin who lose Roethlisberger and yeah. still managed to really stay yeah. competitive the whole year. They have one of the best defenses. And, but you saw a team in, in the Rams take a massive step yeah. back. So I'm fascinated to see how they do. Speaking of Pittsburgh, uh, you know what? Pittsburgh, I think, is you know they've got a good solid defense this year. They've got a lot of drama out of the way. I think Pittsburgh could be very exciting. Week 17, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. The helmets will be swinging. 
in this Big game. Ben and his giant beard and see if he can even fit into yeah, his he, uniform by he just, then. He'll just look like that lumberjack in the uh, Rudolph the Red Nose. He's going to be like, look like that, um, I think his name uh, something was like Lorenzen or something. There was that guy who was like the 300 pound arena football quarterback. Okay. Uh, there's this guy who played in the arena football. He was like 300 pounds because yeah. he was a quarterback. He was just dropping times. <laughs> and that's why I imagine Big Ben's going to look like by yeah. like week 14. Just yeah. people just bouncing off him like you created him in Madden. Just a big, greasy, slippery mess. Made him seven feet, 400 pounds. Uh, week five, this would be a great game, uh, NFC matchup. Green Bay Packers visiting the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, 49ers dummied the Packers last year. Uh, two games, they beat them 75-28 to 28 in total points. It was an embarrassment. Aaron Rodgers with a 13-game <laughs> win season last year. Uh, just humiliated in the wow, NFC. Wow, we're going to see. Yeah, it's, it's, again... Any game and Packers again another fascinating team to watch. Like, there's so many great storylines. That's why I'm so excited for this season. I want it to happen because of the whole Jordan Love. I really want to see how Aaron Rodgers reacts to this. Uh, does he does he sulk or does he just say fuck it? I'm going. I'm going to just blaze it and then I'm out of there. Could be. That's what I think he might do. Speaking but, of it, speaking of ego though, you got Jason Garrett now playing for or coaching for the New York Giants. He's got to play the Dallas Cowboys twice. What kind of what kind of motivation is Garrett going to have? Thing about his former team. Listen, Jay Garrett's only going to have motivation if if I, he can get that offense moving. He can get Daniel Jones going. If he stumbles, then he's not going to have any motivation. They're going to make him look like yeah, we made the right decision. I think Garrett will be super excited to work with Daniel Jones. Yeah. I think he's probably a better coordinator. Uh, again, he's just been the head coach for so long. I think he's a motivate. He's a he's a charismatic guy. He's a motivating, charismatic guy. So it'd be very interesting to get that team to say, "Hey, Saquon, hey guys, here's a new young team. We can beat these guys." So I'd be interested. In that. I think it'll be fun whenever you get to see uh, Dallas Giants games. And thank God it's not Week One like they've done for the last yeah. million years. Here, here's Week Fifteen game. One of the ones I think could be the Super Bowl. Maybe Kansas City Chiefs at New Orleans Saints. Week Fifteen. Uh, that would be good. That would be good. I think anyone like Kansas City Chiefs. I think I don't think there's going to be one projection. There's going to be a few Baltimores, but I think yeah. in the AFC, it's just going to be Baltimore, Kansas City, Baltimore, Kansas City, Baltimore, Kansas City. So who's going to be that team in the AFC that just comes out of nowhere to just be like, wait, it's a gotta minute, be someone. I'm here. Could be, I'm could here be the Steelers. Could be the Steelers. And, uh, again, week one, we've got Houston at Kansas City. To start the season. Start the season. I think that'll be fun. Um, I, I Again, just to have these guys. Again, that's an, uh, with this whole debacle of what happened, I would love for Houston to get another big lead again to see what happens. <laughs> I don't think, again, but everyone said, is Patrick Mahomes just going to keep taking that next step? And, and will he want that? When he gets the big money contract, there's a question whether... Teams, and especially if coronavirus hits, right, like the money might, the salary cap might not take that massive yeah. jump. So there might be a couple of years where quarterbacks aren't going to take that $40 million And Mahomes just might have to be like, all right, I'll take a little less. Make me an amazing team. Yeah. I want seven rings because I want to beat Tom Brady. Because I think, I think if you're a quarterback, and I think Patrick Mahomes' dad was like a baseball he's player, a great, right? So great baseball player, yeah. Player, yeah. So he, is, he comes from... Yeah, he comes from... He comes from so, so I think he's got that competitiveness to him. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Patrick Mahomes be like, I'll take less because I want the most rings. Well, and, Andy, Andy, and Andy Reid's like, I'm coming for Belichick now. It is interesting you mention that because his dad was an athlete, had some money. So he came from a hungry, hardworking work ethic, but also that balance of, like, my family's rich, but we weren't always rich. 
you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And I think that, that and what I care about it. is rings, not money. And yeah. because we're, we're also seeing a trend that when the quarterbacks take that big money, yeah. bye bye championship window. And you know what? If he gets more money, he might be able to get that voice changing surgery we're all hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> Drop his balls. Yeah. Uh, here I go. I'm going to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it. That's episode 100. Uh, Ryan uh, might be. Well, you should be back for the next one unless there's a baby on route. Yeah, there could be a baby. In which case, we'll have a guest next week. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There'll be a baby. And frantic calls from Ryan's wife going, where's the baby? Why did you take it? Why did you take it? No, he's on a podcast. The dog's licking his face. We're having beers. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay NFL. And uh, watch the golf with us.